2: number to call,
3: area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air live with Pastor Emery Moss, once again, on the Bible Talk program. What am I I doing here? Well, talking about the Bible, talking about apologetics, talking about Christian living, whatever is, is on your mind, as long as it's biblical, it's welcome on this program, right? Theology, hey. We could have a good time, and all you've got to do is give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. So if you've got questions of your own, uh, I'm ready for them. And if you're ready for a challenge, oh my goodness, am I ready for you. All right, And the, cha- uh, the challenge we're going to have today is one that uh, definitely comes up uh, in biblical discussions and, uh, and uh, in teaching sessions. These questions come up. That is why it's very important to deal with them. Uh, apparent contradictions in the Bible, and sometimes apparent contradictions in theology. Which needless to say, uh, that when someone derives a theological contradiction... Uh, it's, it's real easy to uh, show them that there is none because of systematic theology, where the Bible interprets itself, the analogy of faith. Very strong. Scripture interprets Scripture. So what does the, uh, what does the uh, game become in that sense? Very serious game. It becomes a proof texting, going to the right places in the Bible that will explain what the Scriptures are saying. Now, remember, sometimes you can have the answer, but you have to have more than just the answer. You also need the Bible and the Scripture that proves that the answer is correct. So, so that is how Bible Talk tries to help you. Remember uh, that nobody knows them all, even yours truly. <laughs> so, so never in any discussion that you have or a friendly debate, because that's the only kind you should engage in, never feel bad about saying, well, I get back to you. No shame in your game, right? Sometimes it gets difficult. We have to study these things out. And don't be distressed here if you don't answer anything correctly, right? Remember, you're a brave soul if you call in on the Bible Talk program and you make a contribution of any any kind, all right? So it makes you definitely just a scholar to call this program. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, as we share challenges with you as well as dealing with questions that come from you uh, here on the Bible Talk program. All right, today we're going to deal with uh, something that uh, will come up, it definitely will. Uh, It's dealing with uh, basically a New Testament uh, kind of focus within uh, Old Testament foundation, let us say, we're going to talk about uh, the di- difference between justification by faith and justification by works. That's right, justification by faith and justification by works. Um, uh, can, uh, what about that? Are you saved by faith? Or are you saved by works? Or are you saved by both? Yeah, that that really what is on the table. Are you saved? Are you justified by faith and justified by works? Or do you have to be justified by both? Well, hey, that's not for me to figure out. That's for you to figure out on this program today. So get ready to call. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to the first position, all right? The first position, which I absolutely 100% adhere to and believe in, okay? Now, remember that. I told you that I believe this and adhere to this, okay? I think it's biblical truth, all right? Doesn't get more biblical than this. In Romans, okay, and in chapter 4, chapter 4, that's where we want to go, Romans chapter 4, starting at verse 1, okay? You have your Bibles? Get them. You're going to need them. This is Romans 4 and 1, justification by faith. What shall we say then, all right, that Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, is found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he had whereof to, to glory, but not before God. So what he says here in Romans 4, if Abraham was saved by works, then he could glory, he could take glory in himself, but not before God. Because if you're saved by works, then it's your works that got you saved. But he says, verse 3, For what said the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So Abraham can't brag about that, right? Verse 3, Romans 4 and 3, For what says the Scriptures? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Verse 4, Now to him that works is the reward, not reckoned of grace, but of debt. So in other words, if you got it, he did works for, for his reward, it's reckoned of, of grace, but of debt. If you work for it, then you're supposed to get it. Okay? So grace is not the picture here. Works is still what he's looking at, focusing on. Verse 5, But to him that works not, but believes on him that justified, the godly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also describes the blessedness of the man, whom God imputes righteousness without works, saying... Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Then comes this blessing, then, upon the circumcision only, or upon the uncircumcision also. For we say that faith has, has reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. Faith was reckoned, reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. Remember, remember this strong statement. In Romans 4 and 9 comes this blessedness upon the circumcision only or upon the uncircumcision also. For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. His faith is what saved him. His faith through grace is what produced the righteousness. So that's what it says in, in, in these statements that we've seen in Romans 4. That you are justified by faith, okay? not of works, lest any man should boast. All right. Okay. Well, it says that in Romans chapter 4, but let's visit James, over in James chapter 2, and see what we got over there, okay? And let's see if they, uh, as they say on the streets, jive together. Here, in James chapter 2, at verse 14, here's what James says, okay? Notice the difference in what you're going to see in Scripture here, all right? Where? James 2. 14, what doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and have not works? Uh oh, mate's talking about faith over here in Romans. Now, James is, he looks like he's turning the tables on us, right? Says, what doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and have not works? Can faith save him? Well, here, James is acting like he's questioning that. He's questioning the idea that you can be saved by faith through grace. Says in verse 15, if a brother or sister be naked, and then he gives an example, and a frightening example, okay? If a brother or sister be naked, and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be you warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Okay? So you see all of this, Be warm, be filled, but you don't give them anything, right? You don't do anything. She says in verse 17, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. What? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Wow. Does this challenge the idea that you are justified by faith and grace? Let's go on. He says again in verse 18, he doesn't stop, James doesn't. Verse 18, yes, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you, be my faith by my works. That's what he says here. Uh, So it seems like um, uh, he's advocating something different from what we saw in uh, Romans uh, uh, 4, isn't it? Let's go on. Let's keep going. Uh, says, verse 19, thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well, but the devils also believe and tremble. <laughs> uh oh, so believing in God is just that enough. Verse 20, but wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? So he says here in James, in James chapter 2, and in verse 21, you can have all the faith you want, but faith without works is dead. Okay? Is he saying that your salvation is based on works? Verse 21, was not Abraham our father justified by works? Wait, we just saw that Abraham was justified by faith and grace, right? He says here in James 2 and 21, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Okay. so In other words, it's something that Abraham did. Okay, to become the same, uh, the, the saved person that he was. Okay? Verse 22. Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. Wow. And the scripture was fulfilled, which said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then, how that by works, listen to this, you see then... How that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Wow! You see, then, how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise, also, is that we have the heart of justified by works, when she had received the messenger, and had sent them the other way. Okay. For as the body without the spirit is dead... Look at this now. For as the body without the spirit is dead... So faith without works is dead. My goodness, that's all you need to have is the challenge. Are you justified by faith or are you justified by works? Or what are we supposed to do? Let me call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Give us a call if you have an answer to this uh, seemingly contradiction in theology, okay. We're ready for your call. Uh, hello, we got a caller. Barbara, you're
1: on the line. Oh, hi, Pastor Moss. Um, I have a comment. It was regarding, I guess, a caller called maybe a couple months ago, inquiring about being a backslider, and and the scripture came up that God is married to the backslider. Uh-huh. That's, that scripture is dealing with Israel. God is married to Israel. He never gave Israel any divorce papers. And Jesus is not married. He's coming back for a bride without a spot or a blemish. And Jesus is not coming back for backsliders. And we have time now to get ourselves ready. But that scripture, that says God is married to the backslidden Israel. That is who uh-huh. God is married to. But I had wanted to add that because most people don't under don't seem to know that that's Israel, that's not dealing with us. We have time to get it right. But well, Jesus what is, is a backslider?
3: Us? Period. What is backsliding?
1: That turned away.
3: All right, to turn away. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, to turn away, uh, so if you turn away, you're a backslider.
1: Right? Yes. So mm-hmm.
3: you lose your salvation when you backslide? Yes. You say yes?
1: Yes, but you have time to get it right. Well, if under you have time to get it right,
3: that means that you don't necessarily lose it. I'm saying uh, when you backslid, uh, you have you lost it?
1: Jesus is coming back for a people without a spot or a blemish. He's not coming back for backsliders. If you got spots and blemishes, you have time now to get it right. God you know? is married to the bad in Israel. That Let me ask you this. Scripture. Do you think that when
3: the rapture takes place, we don't know when it will be, do you think that every Christian um, will be acting perfectly at that time?
1: Every Christian that,
3: will be some A Christian may, you know, put a cigarette in his mouth or something. Do you think that every Christian will be perfect, sinless when Jesus comes?
1: You better be. better be right. Well you, so you said you
3: better be right and I've got you. But over in Jeremiah three fourteen, uh, it says and now and it's and, and not just Israel, because the same kind of passages can be found in the New Testament, where it says, Turn, and I'm glad you brought this up, this is very important to know. And it kind of gets into our subject sis. It says mm-hmm. here in uh Jeremiah three and fourteen, Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord. For I am married unto you. Okay. And I will take you one from a city and two of a family and bring you to Zion. Now, I know he's dealing with Israel, but this is not just for them. This has got to be for believers as a whole. Notice verse 15. And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Okay? And so he goes into all that which you uh, uh, know already, right? And then that uh, 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 statement that, uh, that the Bible uh, tells us uh, in terms of it, when he talks about in terms of uh, uh, being, as you say, married to the backslider. In verse uh, Mm -hmm. 21, he says, A voice was heard from high places, uh, weeping and supplications of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their way, and they have forgotten the Lord their God. Return, you backsliding children, and I will heal your backsliding. Behold, Mm -hmm. uh, we come unto thee, for thou art the Lord our God. So in other words, you're right. He says in verse 14, "I'm married to the backslider." A backslider mm-hmm. is one a believer, okay, whether it's in a church or Jews who have sinned. I am married to you, okay. So definitely, uh, if he's well, married to you, then again, and that's God.
1: God. But Jesus is coming back for mm-hmm. you can't have a spot or blemish because he he was the perfect example, and we have an example. Got well, it. But Never here's the thing. That's
3: way. not what it says over in First John. In First John, it says this. Let me read this to you. You can help me with it now. If I'm off in any way here, I'm glad to discuss this with you. Um, where we look at First John chapter one and verse. Now, this is written to the church, to the Christian church. First okay? John chapter one, verse five. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light, like, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have to, and This went to the Christian church, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sins. Now, notice what he says here. This is what John says. 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 8. If we say that we have no sin, writing to the Christian church... We deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, so he's talking about Christians. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. Uh, Because in other words, you can't find a Christian in the Bible who did not sin. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his truth is not in us. Now, and then... Chapter uh, 2, verse 1, My little children, these things have I written unto you, that you sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And the other thing to think of is this, the Lord's Prayer even, right? It has that end phrase, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That is a uh, scripture that Christians pretty much say every night. So clearly, there must be a difference between being a backslider who sins and repents, just like we see all through the Bible. Of course, Christians have to pay, uh, as uh, believers have to pay, for backsliding. But still, if you're backslid, you're still united to Christ. That's what it says. He's married to the backslider. Uh, But he's not married to the reprobate. That's a person who thinks they're saved and they're not.
1: Boy? Jesus is coming back for a bride who has made herself ready without a spot mm-hmm. or a blemish. He's not coming back for backsliders. We here are to, to tell you that Jesus right. Christ, when he comes
3: back, he is not going to find every Christian being perfect.
1: Uh, 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 he's not, going, he's not going, he's going to be coming back, back for, he forever. had the ten virgins. Five virgins were wise and five were foolish. The five foolish ones stayed right here. Foolish, well, the foolish means virgin, clean. The I know, but the foolish
3: ones, though, I think are described uh, uh, here. I think they're described over in uh, Second Corinthians.
1: everybody. Narrow is the way. He's not taking everybody. No, here's so the ones he's, he's, not, he's not taking. you're not right, you need to get right. I'm with you there. A narrow way. Yeah, you, uh, it is a narrow way, but
3: here's what he says in uh, Second Corinthians chapter 13 and 5. Examine yourselves whether you be in the faith, because you're either in or out, okay? Prove your own selves. Know you're not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. A reprobate is a counterfeit. Someone who's in the church, but they're not saved, okay? Uh, it says, and I trust that you shall know that you are not reprobates, okay? So, so in other words, clearly here, there's a difference between being saved and being unsaved. Reprobate, you have some in the church. I'm with you on this. You've got people in the church who are pretending to be Christians, but they're not. Those folks are not going to heaven. But if you're backslidden, mm-hmm. he's married to you, that means that you will repent. Okay. Yeah. And so definitely, uh, but Christians uh, uh, sin. Okay. Uh, now you're saying, this, uh, and, I, and I, I hope you're right, I hope that all of us are 100% uh, you know, uh not doing anything or don't cho- choose that time to smoke in the rapture takes place or whatever it is. But uh if all you are is, uh, is backslid, uh then uh, I'm, I'm sure that God is going to have mercy. Okay. But, uh, but I thank you for your uh for your comments. I appreciate it very much. All right. Let another call here code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code 866-423-9578. Of course, the discussion that we're having gets you off into a lot of different directions. And I love it when you call. Whether we agree or not, friends, the job of this program is to share Scripture. Do we have another caller? We've got a break. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
4: A jihadist comes to Christ. Hi, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. About a year ago, I was in the Middle East where I met 14 year old Ahmed, a Syrian refugee who was on track to become a jihadist. He was going to basically blow himself up and kill others in the process. His mother came to Saving Faith along with seven siblings and she prayed nonstop for his salvation. He came to Faith, and the other jihadists that he hung around with nearly beat him to death and promised to find him and kill him. But you know what? When I met up with him, his great concern was not for an end to the persecution. And all the suffering that he faces, he was praying for God's word. Why? Because more than a hundred young men between the ages of 10 and 20 have come to saving faith there in the Middle East, and they need the Bible in Arabic. Why? So they can persevere in the faith. And that's why we're holding this campaign, God's Word to the world. Five dollars sends a Bible. Fifty dollars sends 10. Call 800 yes word. 800 Y E S W O R D. 800 yes word, or give at faithtalkdetroit.com. God bless you for caring.
2: Now is the time to register for an all-inclusive 10-day trip to Israel with WLQVFM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. Expand your global perspective on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd to 11th with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com today to sign up for the Stand with Israel tour where history, culture, and faith will converge before your eyes. We'll take you behind the scenes to explore the places you've read and heard about. Pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the Sea of Galilee, float on the unique Dead Sea, and much more. The land, its amazing cuisine, and its diverse people are a spectacle to behold, and you can live it all firsthand. Best of all, you'll be with Faith Talk Detroit's syndicated media host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, special guest Michael Lindell, like-minded supporters of Israel, and listeners of WLQV. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, keyword Israel.
3: number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, welcoming you. Our special guest always is our audience on the Bible Talk program. We're going to go to Nathan in Detroit. How you doing?
5: Uh, Very good. I'm calling about the caller that you just confirmed what she was saying, that God is married to the backslider, and that's dealing with Israel because that was the precept. You proved it when you went to Jeremiah. Uh uh, So how is it that you want to that precept of being married to the backslider? You went to the scripture that the precept uh, originated from. So how can you refute that?
3: Well, well, what happens is, uh, it's not only said in the o- Old Testament, that's talked about in the uh, New Testament as well.
5: But the precept doesn't change in the Second Testament or the New Testament, because it's it's addressing Israel backsliding, and his marriage to them that he would not forsake them. It doesn't have anything to do with, you said the Christian Church, I never read that, and any of the testaments.
3: What is that? there's a Christian church?
5: The word Christian was only given to the people, the disciples, in Acts eleven twenty six. Only no. the disciples no, that's were not called true. Christians. It no, is that's, a, well, that's not wrong. true. Show me show me in the scriptures where anyone else other, you can go to Acts eleven twenty six, it will say mm-hmm. they they were first called Christian, the disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. That does not. The word only appears one time. The word Christian appears twice, but they're referring to the disciples. They're not referring to everybody at large. As the woman said to you, and you proved you proved yourself wrong by going to the precept.
3: Well, I don't agree with you there on that. And uh, if we could look at the passage, first of all, in terms of Christians, it's found in more places than what you
1: mentioned there. If, if he uh,
5: suffered to... as a Christian, he's talking about if he suffered as an a disciple. That doesn't mean he. Let me let, let
3: me finish. Says this, yes. and here is in uh, uh, in First Peter, in chapter four, Before verse left. six. No, not for eleven. First Peter for uh, sixteen. That's where we're going. But eleven says something totally different. Okay, if any man speaks, let him speak of the oracles of God. That's what that talks about. But here it says uh, in First Peter chapter four verse sixteen. Yet if any man it doesn't just say apostles, it says if any man suffer as a Christian. And that's the title of God's followers. Let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. It's impossible for that to just be referring to the apostles. Then, says this, for the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be to them that obey not the gospel of Christ? Sir, I'm sorry. That's talking about the, the whole church, and the title for them is Christians. I thank you for calling. Appreciate your call. Number you. to call area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible talk. Remember, you've got to base what you believe on the Bible. In terms of backsliding, okay, backsliding only referring to Israel, no, that's not so. Yeah. Now, I want you guys to see, uh, for me to say it's not so means absolutely nothing. Okay, because I, I love the challengers who call in and criticize what I've said. Uh, so to say that, well, backsliding refers just to Israel, then of course it's in, now it becomes my uh, task to show that it doesn't. Can I do it? The question is, can I do it biblically? Yes, a number of places. Hebrews 10 is really clear, okay, really clear, written to the church, New Testament letter, Hebrews, and in chapter 10, this is what it says, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll read some verses before it so the impact will hit, where it says in verse 35, starting in Hebrews ten thirty-five, 35, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense or reward. For you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So here, he's talking to Christians. He says, after you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Keep doing the will of God is what it's saying. Hang on. Watch where it goes. Watch where it goes. It's going to be very similar to what we saw in Jeremiah 3, I guarantee you. Verse 37, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now, look at this. Verse 38, Hebrews ten thirty-eight. 38. Now, the just, this is written to Christians, period. Now, the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him. This is referring to the church. The church comp- comp- comprised of all those who believe in Jesus Christ. Okay? And it says that if you draw back, that's backsliding. So it's not just Israel, uh, it refers to Christians as, as well. Okay? And it goes on to say uh, if you look at uh, Hebrews chapter 11. And then uh, where it says at verse 6, For without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So definitely, yeah, yeah, Jews can backslide. Okay? In fact, the, the, the largest body of Jews today is backslid already. The only Jews that are uh, are, are saved are the um, uh, the Messianic Jews who believe in Jesus Christ and accept Him as Lord and Savior. Uh, but Jew or Gentile can <laughs> backslide. You see in Hebrews chapter 10, this was written to all the Christian church. Yeah, yeah, It was written to all the Christian church, and they all received these letters. Okay? And so that applies to both. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss, looking, actually, at my topic, but you guys see how this program goes. I will deal with any topic you put on the table. If you call that number, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
1: Well, I'm 67
0: years old. I lost 71 pounds. I was a size 46 pants two years ago, and I've been taking it, and I'm a size 36 pants now.
4: Congratulations,
2: Pat, on losing 71 pounds and 10 inches off your waistline. Now listen to Brian's
4: results.
3: My sleeping is better. My joint pains are much better, and the weight loss is coming along. I'm about 13 to 14 pounds lighter. It has reduced my sugar cravings big time sugar cravings, and uh, reduced joint pains, and
2: those two are big time. Outstanding results, Brian. Guys, since 2004, men have chosen Andro 400 for one reason, results. Andro 400 can help you safely lose belly fat, reduce joint pain, gain energy, and boost your testosterone. We guarantee it. Start today and get free shipping on any order. Go to andro400.com for more true testimonials, before and after photos, and special discounts. Only available on andro400.com. Andro400.com. On In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, you'll hear wisdom taught from God's Word.
0: This is God's instruction book. It tells me how to live. You cannot live this life of joy and peace and happiness in your life and ignore the instruction book for living. This is it, God's Holy Word. In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, teaching biblical truths that transform lives. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. extending its 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code RUNTOWIN. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bedsheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout.
4: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
0: Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com.
2: I bet you just want to let your light shine.
4: I feel like you've been waiting for the right time. This
3: is your moment, moment, moment. It's time to
4: change
2: the world. We are the brightest. We want to come to the
5: darkness. Lord knows when he light right now.
3: Unity's calling. I am out from the mountain. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, where you can call in with any question you have about the Word of God, or my challenge, which is on the table, justification by faith or justification by works, which is correct, or maybe both of them work together. Mm. Your job to to unravel that challenge. We're going to uh, Darren right now. How you doing, Darren?
6: How you doing, Pastor Moss? Great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take a shot at your challenge. Okay. I'm going to go to Ephesians uh, 2 and 8. All right. Where it says, For by by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.
3: Okay, so interpret that for us. What does that mean?
6: That means that uh, that uh, we are saved by uh, we are saved by faith alone. Faith alone. These the faith that saves you will produce uh, good works.
3: Okay. Also, oh, the faith that saves you will produce good works. Is that what you're saying?
6: Yep, according to the scripture. Okay, well, where does it say that? It says that uh, which which God prepared in uh, chapter 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good work, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.
3: All right. And you're quoting from uh, what uh, chapter with that?
6: Ephesians 2, 8 through 10.
3: Okay, Ephesians chapter 2. Okay, okay, well, I'm telling you, uh, looks like, friends, you, you, you're you about to become a scholar for today because that uh, verse applies to that. And I think that uh, another one helped us as well, and that's over in Philippians chapter 2, both of them written by Paul. So I'm, uh, so I'm looking at Darren. You're doing some good work. Notice here in Philippians 2, it's clear as well, uh, and uh, starting here at verse uh, 12, where uh, and you'll see the similarity in them, uh, where it says in uh, Philippians 2 and 12, Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which works in you both to, to will and to do his good pleasure. So in other words, when he says work out your soul salvation, it's like I, I always compare it, Darren, uh, to being like a metal worker. In order for a metal worker to work, they got to have what?
6: They've got to have metal. You've got to have metal.
3: That's right. you got to mm-hmm. have metal. And so in order for you to work out your salvation, you've got to have the salvation. Okay? So in other words, mm-hmm. yeah, salvation was saved by grace. Works come. Works demonstrate the faith that you have. So actually, there's really no contradiction between uh, uh, Romans 4 and James 2 at all. Uh, just like a metal worker, if you have faith, you work it out. And the works become evidence of the faith that you have by grace. Darren, you are a scholar for today on this program. You did a masterful oh,
6: job, my friend. Oh, thank you very much. And, and right. also, you know, and as I say, Pastor, um, in that thinking that back in Ephesians, also it talks about, you know, you were, you know, children of, you know, the devil, and you know, you did the works of the devil. Right. You know, yeah. and then once you once you become a child of God, you know, you do the works that, you know, glorify God.
3: There you go. Write your book, buddy. I'm ready to sign it. Just have my pitch in the corner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: okay. <laughs> All right. Thank, okay. thank you very much. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We got another caller?
7: Charles, Charles, you're on here. Yeah, how you doing, Pastor? Good. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, you know, the discussion about...
3: video down, just a little bit.
7: Grace. Okay, about grace and faith. Mm-hmm. It ain't no either uh when you come out, when you're talking about grace and faith. You know, it's one, you know, God put everything in order, you know, when he created everything. He created. He ain't creating. no confusion. It's grace and then faith. Uh huh. So and you know over there, you know after the flood, that's the first time you ever found grace in the Bible. Which it's when? To Noah, and after the flood, in the fifth chapter of Genesis, after the flood, he found grace in Noah.
3: Hmm.
7: You mm-hmm. Then we jump to Abraham. You know, at different times now. But the grace was first and faith was second. And uh, he found faith. Abraham, you know, he believed God. He counted, He accounted that for righteousness. So it ain't no question about, uh, ain't no uh, distinct question about grace and faith, which one is this or that. You know, it's the order. God created everything to be in order. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to teach. We All right, read. well,
3: I'll tell you what. You I, know know it. I want to talk to you about something different, Charles, can I? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm having difficulty here with this verse. I want to see what you can do with it uh, before our program is over. First, I'm taking you to Psalms 37 and 25, okay? Where well, what it says here, this is what the psalmist writes, okay? He writes, I have been young, and now I'm old yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Once again, I have been young, and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. So it seems like he's saying that, you know, if you're serving God, you, you know, he hasn't seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Now, here, Luke, let's go to Luke. Luke 16, okay? Because this kind of stuff comes up in in Sunday school classes, you know. In uh, Luke chapter 16, verse 20, it says this. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, okay? And designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Now, dogs back then were like, they're not like, you know, Rin Ten Ten today. They were like rats back in the first century. Verse 22, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man died also. So here we see the poor man, okay, was begging, okay, and laid at his gate full of sores. Okay. And uh, what happens is, the poor man went to heaven, but on earth he was begging. So, what does that mean over in 3725, Charles, where it talks about, you know, the scripture says there that you've never seen, um, I've been young, and here uh, in verse uh, 3725, I've been young and now I'm old, yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging bread. But over in Luke 16, we see this guy begging for some bread. How do you solve that contradiction,
7: okay. my friend? Okay, well I'm, I'm gonna say this, you know, and I don't want to disrespect you in any type of way. Uh oh. we talking about grace and faith now. They ain't got nothing to do with that. No,
3: that's why I was uh, asking. You. Was... I, I got off the subject of that and just wanted to ask you a question.
7: Yeah, well, you... you know, you know, I, you know, this. I'm talking. We you on the air, and people, you know, listening to you, and they want to know. You know, they're listening to you, and they're, le- they're looking for your guidance and your support. And mm-hmm. you've got to teach them, you know, there shouldn't be no contradiction between grace and faith. So one oh, came before the other right. one. And the oh, on one that one, and your answer to that
3: was absolutely right. There is no contradiction
7: between grace and
3: uh, faith. Those two line one, up real well.
7: One One is more important. Now, I wouldn't say more important, but first, always in the Scripture, you know that. Well, is, I would say you know, this is paid by grace, not one, by work. And the second one,
3: and, oh, that's for sure. Yeah, but no, I'm I, I'm you glad. That's you I'm asking you a question to see what insight you can give me on that one. But what you said about grace and well, faith please, is fine. Your,
7: your show is on grace and faith. And I go to you, Romans uh, 5, what Paul said. say. He said, For sin, what sin abound, grace much more abound.
3: Yeah, that's right. So he grace put an, is an a-
7: emphasis on that. So when you yeah, out here, you you know, you're on the radio and people talking to you, man, you got to give them the truth.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I agree you with you. The, well, ain't I know
7: no, it ain't no thing about, you know, you asking people uh, this and that. You tell them that, no, nah, this is what right, it is.
3: My method of teaching is to ask questions. Okay, So that's how I do it. And so, but definitely if you want just a straight teaching program, you can find it. I have no problem with it, but on this program... I do ask questions, and I also teach. I just do both together, my friend. Now, thank you for calling. Number call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Amy Moss. And listen, okay, nobody knows everything about the Scriptures, nor do I. Okay, So I learn on this program just like you do. But definitely something that you need to, to be able to do is to... Uh, especially if you teach or even if you're witness, right, is to know where to go in the Bible to help with some answers. And that's all I'm trying to do. So this one here, we'll save for next time, and, and, and unless someone can answer it quickly. Psalm 3725, okay, righteous, not found begging. And in Luke 16, somebody's begging. You want to take a break?
2: We'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The polls have been way off for two straight presidential elections now, and it matters. The failure of our elite polling industry is politically important and very rich with worldview implications as well. Now, some of these polls have been off in the past, but the problem is that we're in the second election cycle when they've been off again and not by a little bit. They're off by a lot and in the same direction. Pollsters don't seem to know where to find conservatives, and maybe they don't care. Why does it matter? Because the pollsters and the parties and the elite media all understand that voters are not only being analyzed about how they are likely to vote, but the announcement of a poll does itself often change voting behavior, or at least it can change that behavior of voters. It's not just a problem with pollsters. We're looking at a problem with the entire political class. Again, I ask, do they care? I'm Albert Moley.
0: The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, impacting policy decisions
2: today, preparing public leaders for tomorrow. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. They have an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800
0: 965 1433. 800 965 1433. 800 965 1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is Chris McCourtney with Salem Media Group Detroit. Here's the truth one in three men will be diagnosed with cancer within their lifetime. This month, I'm growing my beard for Grow Nation Michigan to make men's cancer screenings a topic of conversation. As men, we aren't always comfortable talking about our own health, let alone cancer, but we have to. It's a matter of saving lives. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for more information and share your Movember pictures with us on social media.
6: Break every chain, break every, chain. Break
3: every chain. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. You're on Beyond the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, with uh, just a few minutes remaining. Uh, so if you've got any uh, question that is on your mind, and you can call it in quickly, I am ready to talk to you as always on this program. Uh, and on this program, my job is not to embarrass anybody or make anybody feel bad, okay? It is just to discuss Scripture, and understand me when I tell you that uh, all of us struggle with the text, including yours truly. So don't think I'm trying to trap you or anything. i just like to ask questions and get us to uh, discuss uh, Scripture, Right Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. If you've got a question and you can get it in quickly, we've got some uh, uh, time left and some minutes uh, to talk to you. I would like to tell you about how you can support this radio outreach to do that. All you've got to do is send those donations uh, to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877. Uh, zip code 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Bootcamp Ministries. That's Bible Bootcamp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much uh, because all of that goes to support the radio program that you're listening to now. And understand that it does cost us about uh, two thousand dollars a month uh, to keep this program going on the air. But I think it's well worth worth it uh, because we're dealing with the Word of God, and hopefully. Uh, just uh, enlightening uh, ourselves about what the Word of God has to say. So we do uh, welcome and appreciate your calls. number okay? to call, area code 866 area code 866 To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, uh, ready for any questions that you have about the Word of God. They are, uh, are welcome here. We're ready to entertain them, and uh, for me, if I don't have the answer for you now, I will work as hard as I can to get that answer to you later and discuss. Uh Sometimes questions can get very deep, my friends, but we are, you'll appreciate it because of the fact that what we want to do on this program is to always get you ready to be able to teach, witness, and to preach the Word of God and deal with some of those uh, questions that come up okay, uh, during that uh, process. Uh, So definitely that is what the uh, Bible Talk program is all about, and we definitely appreciate your calls. And remember, all you've got to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org, and you'll find out a lot of other things that are happening uh, in the ministry, because a lot is going on in terms of prophecy classes that are done on Tuesday. Other ministers that teach uh, throughout the week uh, definitely Uh, you will be able to uh, uh, hook up to that by just logging on to uh, strictlybiblical.org, strictlybiblical.org, and you'll be led to all those things. Uh, Now, to understand what I was talking about in the last few minutes here, just to sum it up, if we look at uh, Matthew chapter 7, it's very interesting, Matthew chapter 7, at verse 21, it says... Not everyone that says unto me... Now, Jesus said this. He said this to those that were before him. Okay? Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven... Okay? You can say you're a believer and not be one. That's what he's pointing out. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? In thy name have cast out demons? In thy name have done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. That's what he said. That means that everybody who says they're saved is not saved. Now, talking about the backsliders here. He's talking about those counterfeits in the church. That's what we have to look out for. All right. This is Pastor Moss. I think my time is wrapping up. I hear the music in the background, and I don't want to stop. I'm going to have to. So I guess I'm going to check out.